Welcome to the Drawing from Experience podcast season two. The podcast where I explore everything related to the life and business of art and creativity. Join me as I interview artists and creative professionals, as well as my deep conversations on every aspect of the art life. Learn and grow with me as I explore what it means to be an artist in today's world. And I am your host, Shane Isaacowski. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Drawing From Experience podcast. This isn't just any episode, episode number 50. So I'm very excited to um, record another episode here. I know it's a long time coming. I know I keep telling you that I'll be doing more episodes and blah, 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 blah. Um, but here I am doing it. But I really, you know, I I wanted to thank everybody for continuing to support, even though um, I haven't been quite as consistent as I've wanted to be. Um, I can give you a whole laundry list of excuses as to why I haven't been consistent, but the main reason is time, of course. So... Um, today, the main topic that I'm going to be talking about is Patreon. If you guys know what Patreon is, um, it's an awesome platform for creators of all kinds. Um, I will get into that, but before we do that, I would like to, I don't know, just kind of recap life and things and you know I know some people um, have been reaching out and just wondering how things are going in my life and um, all my changes in the past few months and all the projects I'm working on and all sorts of stuff Um, so I'm going to give you guys a recap of everything that's happened so um, I I guess we could start with my solo show which was uh, at Secession Art and Design it's called Midnight Moon in the Garden of Goodbye. Episode 49 is the artist talk that I gave at that solo show. Um, it is over now um, at Secession. Um, I actually deinstalled it and reinstalled it at a place called Last Minute Gear on 24th Street in the Mission in San Francisco. Um, main reason for, for doing that is because most of the paintings are really large and I need sort of like storage space, but instead of just storing them in my studio, I'd rather have people see them. So um, the place that I'm actually showing them, Last Minute Gear, uh, is um, a really cool shop. It actually, they they rent out uh, camping gear and outdoor gear to people, but I thought it'd be kind of cool because they have a, a large gallery wall as soon as you walk by the shop. And on 24th Street, it's big and uh, beautiful and a nice spot um, right there. So I figured people would be able to check it out. So um, that's going to be up there until uh, the end of July. Um, So if you do want to go see it in person, go check it out. It's between Shotwell and Van Ness. So yeah, check that out. Um, I'm happy that I was able to take the remainder of the show and condense it down and bring it somewhere else for people to see. So um, all in all, the show itself was better than I could have imagined. Um, the <laughs> Right at the end, the death of regret ceremony that I ended up doing on Facebook Live was absolutely like the icing on the cake. Um, 
I was just touched and I had all the feels because uh, you guys provided me with so much um, so much to talk about and and just really something to connect to and um, you know I couldn't have asked for more I mean it was amazing I got regrets submitted from all over the world I gave my own regrets and then I was able to burn those on Facebook live and for those of you who um, tuned in shared uh, you know commented or anything uh, thank you I mean it's it was it meant the world to me so um, for those of you who don't have any idea what I'm talking about um, go check it out it's on my Facebook page currently it's probably going to get buried in my feed at some point but go check it out it's like uh, almost an hour-long video of reading these regrets and then burning them um, and special shout out to Shahasp and Scott uh, who let me use their place and their amazing urn um, to burn all of the regrets in um, I mean it was a great night to do it outdoors tons of people tuned in it was really really great um, and I felt honored that I was able to do that to do that for people so um, and and for myself you know and ultimately the whole thing was an exercise in declaring those things that you you know the burden that you carry around and then ultimately forgiving yourself and being at peace with those things in your life so um wow it was uh it was healing it was it, it was really amazing i mean people told me that they watched it and they were crying. People told me that they couldn't watch the whole thing um, because of how heart-wrenching some of these stories were. But, you know, I, I ultimately feel like it makes us all more connected, um, especially when you hear stories that are similar to yours and you hear these regrets that are, you know, so, so poignant and, um, you know, difficult for people and you're like wow like these other people are declaring these things that that are terrible you know that that makes you feel really bad and empathetic towards other people and you know it's just uh really 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 turned out it turned out really really incredible so I don't even have words apparently for it um, um yeah so that was fantastic. That was definitely a highlight of of the um, the entire show. You know, the art, one thing. The concepts, another. The artist talk was another. Um, and then this part of it was just incredible. So thank you, everyone. Um, uh, I also want to let you guys know that uh, this year I have three conventions in Southern California that I will be attending I'll have my art for sale there. Um, two of them are horror conventions. The next one coming up, which is in August, is Midsummer Scream. I'm really excited to check this out. I hear there's a lot of attendees. Um, I'm working on stuff for that right now. Um, I just got approved and signed up for Son of Monster Palooza which is like mind-blowing for me. Um, Monster Palooza and Son of Monster Palooza are a really big deal, and I'm fortunate to now be a part of Son of Monster Palooza for this year. So I'm gonna see how that goes. And 
I also have a third one on the horizon. I don't want to announce it just yet um, because it's not quite official, but that one I am really, really stoked for. So um, stay tuned for some announcements on that. You know, so in general, just how am I doing and, uh, you know, what is my life like nowadays and all the changes that I've been going through. Maybe some of you don't even know. That's okay, too. Um, I'll kind of catch you up in a general sense. Um, Currently, I am sitting in my studio in the Mission in San Francisco. Uh, I Since I've been here at Pacific Felt Factory, I have been sharing a studio with two people. I am now on starting uh, July 1st. I'm actually moving downstairs, same studio, but downstairs into my own spot, which is really going to help me with organizing my space and for other artists who know, um, that's really important and it's important for your peace of mind to be able to put your things where they go and um, not be worried that other people will be tripping over it or anything like that. So um, I'm really, really excited to, to be doing that and ultimately it's going to help my productivity and, um, and just really getting my life in order people. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to be, uh, sharing with everyone photos and things like that. So you will see that unfolding. Um, you know, a few episodes ago when I was going through some of these, um, changes in my life, I did release kind of a short episode. I believe it was called weathering the storm and it's pretty in general, like raw emotion wise for me um because i was going through a lot at the time and you know i was talking about at the time uh my emotions and how my entire life i've been told that i am extremely emotional and things like that and i was sort of saying like well how else am i supposed to be and i did have some people reach out to me um to tell me their thoughts on that And I've also sort of been looking for other thoughts from other people about um, that. And a friend of mine the other day, she said to me something without even knowing that I was thinking about this. um, And she was talking about her own emotions. And what she said really stuck with me. And I want to share that with you guys. Um, She had said that she, her emotions are so close to the surface um and i'm like yeah me too (laughs) um and but then what she said was it's actually a good thing for her because it helps her work through her emotions faster um and you know thinking about that that totally makes sense it totally makes sense to um like kind of own your emotions and go through them and work through them quicker and i fully respect that and and i do feel like i'm in the same boat i feel like i uh also work through my emotions um sometimes it takes longer sometimes it takes less time but um ultimately because the emotions are there and readily available for me to feel them i'm able to work them out faster so i mean that's that was like a really really good way to put it for me and i feel like um it's some good insight 
for us to think about you know being artists and uh if you are if you do feel like an emotional being and you feel like maybe you're too sensitive or something like that you know i you know just look at it as a good thing look at it as the fact that uh some people they have um maybe not no emotions but they are told to withdraw their emotions or they're told not to um to show their emotions you know and that's that's way worse i feel like than um than being ultra sensitive or ultra emotional you know so yeah so for you emotional people out there i feel you i'm with you i have empathy for you i'm the same way um and you know what maybe that makes us better or maybe it just makes us who we are and i think that um being that way is maybe just the way that we should be you know and it makes you feel more for your fellow human being too so um you know in the same vein with with sensitivity and emotions um something to be said about being ultra sensitive because uh, this is something that i'm also accused of being <laughs> um it, you know what's the alternative to being sensitive it's being insensitive <laughs> so um i i would much rather be sensitive and um i don't want to be insensitive to other people insensitive people are the kind of people that are mostly about themselves and they want to know what's in it for them and things like that and you know they're not sensitive to your situation and you might be telling them something about your life your story and they just don't care you know and and i'm quite the opposite i feel like and um so basically all i'm saying is if you're feeling bad about yourself because you're a certain way just try to look at the positive side of that and maybe you'll realize that you can come through on the other side as a better person and i think it's a good thing so moving on um today we are talking about the gargantuan amazing platform that is called patreon um surprisingly a lot of people don't know what patreon is yet um patreon is actually here in san francisco they're located here um, it is a platform for creators, for musicians, for artists, for um, anybody who makes stuff, you know, and um, it's also for people who, ha who have podcasts. Um, but I'm going to read you the Wikipedia uh, description of what Patreon is. Patreon is an American crowdfunding membership platform that provides business tools for creators to run a subscription content service with ways for artists to build relationships and provide exclusive experiences to their subscribers or patrons. Um, it was founded in May 2013 by musician Jack Conti, who was looking for a way to make a living from his popular YouTube videos. Together with Sam Yam, he developed a platform that allows patrons to pay a set amount of money every time an artist creates a work of art. So, 
How cool is that? Imagine that. A world that every time an artist creates something, they get paid for it. Whoa. Mind blown. Well, you know what? That platform exists, and it exists right now, and you can be a part of it, I can be a part of it, and guess what? I am actually going to be a part of it. Um, I have built my page, I have created the tier structure, we'll get into that, um, and I've also kind of been sending that, the entire structure of my page and everything, um, to different friends of mine that I trust uh, to give me some honest feedback. So I've been getting feedback from people. It's been amazing. Um, I really can't wait to launch it. I mean, technically, it is live right now. So if you actually go and check it out, you you can subscribe to my Patreon. Um, am I ready for that yet? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and that's, that's really why I haven't um, launched it yet because I almost feel like as soon as I launch it now i'm now i am fully responsible for something and um that's probably the scariest part of it is you then have to provide content and things for your subscribers um so let's get into how it actually works for people who are confused by everything i'm talking about um the way that it works is you can set up as a creator all the different tiers and what I mean by that is basically how much each subscriber is going to be spending on your patreon page and that is by month and I believe it's still available the feature is still available that they can subscribe to you um, you can set it up where you can make it only by the project so instead of monthly it's like if you uh, create if you're a musician and you create um, a new album, you know, every single album that you make, then your subscribers pay when the new album comes out. So um, I believe that is still a way you can structure it. Don't quote me on that, because that is not how mine is structured. Mine is structured by monthly. So basically the first of every single month, um, all of my subscribers get charged for the amount um, tier that they sign up for. So, just to give you an idea, the tiers that I have structured on my page, um, I have them all named different things, I have them divided by price, um, and then each one gets a certain thing. So, we'll start from the beginning here. Uh, my first tier, it's a dollar per month. Um, it's called Moonchild, and what you get for that is an eternal thank you, and 10% off anything in my online shop. All right, doesn't seem like a whole lot you get for it, but um, I mean, it's basically it's basically a big thank you, and you get a discount. You know, and if you buy anything from my online shop, that dollar uh, will will definitely get paid back. So um, for that 10% off. So the next tier I have is called New Moon. It's five dollars. Uh, per month, you get the thank you, you get 10% um, off anything in my shop, and you also get an exclusive behind the scenes um, content look into my art practice. So you start getting 
um, work in progress photos and behind the scenes looks into um, my life as an artist. So I think that's pretty cool and I think that would be worth it for people. The next tier is Waxing Moon. It's $10. So you get all those other things. You get the thank you. You get the behind the scenes content. Uh, you get the 10% off. Um, and then you also start getting video content. So I'm gonna start making how-to videos, I'm gonna make time-lapse videos, things like that. And then you'll also get uh, the first look at new artwork. So this is kind of a cool thing because when I start making art, instead of just simply putting it out into uh, my social media, you know, a day ahead of time, I can start posting it on my Patreon and then people who are patrons of mine get to see it first. So if you're a collector, I mean, this is a great thing because you're able to say, oh, you know what, I might be interested in this piece and you'll be able to see it before everyone else. So that's kind of cool. Um, the next tier is called Waning Moon. Um, it is $25 a month. You get the thank you, you get the exclusive behind the scenes content, photos and videos. Um, and then you start, instead of 10% off, you start getting 20% off anything in my shop. That includes originals, prints, sculptures, and everything else. Um, you get the first look at the new artwork. And this is the tier that it really starts getting fun because what you get, um, this, this is pretty specific, I guess, to artists, um, but you get an art critique from me. So you, uh, the whole purpose is basically to help your artwork and, and build a better art community and um, basically to help you. So what you do is you submit one image to me per month digitally, and then I will type out, I will look at your artwork and I will critique it. And for those of you who know me, um, I'm, I'm very opinionated and I will give you honest feedback, you know, because I'm not going to give somebody feedback if they're just putting it out there and I'm like, oh, well, I don't really like blah, 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 blah. I'm not really like that anyway. But, um, you know, the fact that you're joining up and then you want to know what I think about your art or your art practice or whatever, I think that's kind of important. And um, I think for artists who want to make better art, this is kind of cool just to um, bounce your ideas and your thought process and stuff off of another artist. So that to me is kind of exciting. Um, and then also in this tier, you also get a free print of your choice. And I have different sizes, but it's basically around eight by 10 size, eight by 10, eight by 12, or eight and a half by 11. Um, the reason I have different, different sizes is because throughout uh, my career, I've ordered from different places and tried different papers and different things. So, and I'm actually about to restructure all of my, uh, my prints anyway, and I'm going to start printing even the open edition prints all on watercolor paper, really high quality watercolor paper, uh, fully archival. Um, and then I'm hand signing everything in pencil on them. So, um, yeah, so you get a free print of your choice from my shop. I mean, how cool is that? And that's a month. So like, if you wanted to start collecting my artwork and you can't afford originals, 
I mean, if you signed up for a year, you'd have 12 prints of mine by the end of the year. So that's kind of a cool thing. And the other, the other point about that is that on my website, my prints are $25 just by themselves. So instead of just buying a $25 print, just sign up for my Patreon, you know, cause you get all those other things. You get a percentage off of, um, off of my shop and you also get the print. So, I mean, there's, that's, that's a good deal. And then I have a $50 tier. So you get all the things, you get the thank yous, you get the behind the scenes, you get the 20% off my online shop, you get the art critique digitally, you get a free print of your choice. But then with this one, the reason it's the highest tier that I have is because you get one 30 minute video chat with me per month. You can talk to me about your love life, talk to me about art you could tell me all your woes and troubles i am not a licensed psychiatrist i will likely give you advice because that's what i do um maybe it won't be the best advice maybe it'll be the perfect advice who knows the only way to know is to sign up for it so um i also give marketing advice for people um i can give you some painting advice uh, we can swap stories. I mean, really, whatever you want to talk about. Um, it's a 30-minute video chat, but really it's up to an hour. I like to talk, so uh, chances are it'll be more than a half hour. So, again, I feel like that's getting your money's worth, you know? And the thing is with Patreon is that you can change these structures over a span of time. You can um, add to them. Uh, you can restructure them completely, you know, but it's all about communication with your patrons, with people who support you. And the important part about the entire platform is that you as a creator or you as an artist, you will have some kind of consistent income. And this is something that really uh, is a struggle for people. I mean, it's a struggle for me. And um, I've recently picked up a, a side, a kind of a side gig uh, with the group Artspan. I talk about a lot on the show here. Um, but they handed over the Art and Neighborhoods program to me, um, which is something that's existed for a while now. Basically, there are venues all over San Francisco that allow us to come in and curate their art shows. Um, it's a great program. It's a way to get Artspan artists um, work on uh, the walls of these venues that might not have otherwise seen them and um, in front of their patrons. So it's kind of a cool thing. And Artspan asked me to if I want to do it and um, lead it. And I said yes. So in addition to my full-time art gig, this is like a part-time thing, but uh, it's not like I'm carving out time out of my full-time gig. I'm still doing my full-time art, uh, but I've just piled this other thing on top of it, which is fine because uh, that's giving me a little bit more consistency in my income as well. Um, but if you are in the San Francisco area, and you know of some of these venues, you can go check out the shows that uh, I've been curating. And I'm still in transition, so some of them are still leftover 
um, you know, with some of the with the older uh, programs manager. Um, but the places that you can go are Counterpulse, Ritual Coffee, FDR Brewery, Mosser Hotel, uh, Mission Bowling, and there's also at City Hall there is a supervisor's office, um, Asha Safai. Um, their office is another one that we curate. So it's, it's a really, really cool program. Um, also, there's another coffee place called Kumaika, but I believe that one is ending soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, a cool thing. But this is what I'm saying for artists. You know, we look for these other ways to get some kind of consistent income. Patreon is a solution to that. You know, so... Um, I'm going to read you guys something that a friend of mine, Chetzar, uh, leader of the Dark Art Society, he actually put out, I believe today or yesterday, um, he talks very highly about Patreon. He's really the one who's sort of like convinced me to, um, to start doing it as well. And I subscribe to his Patreon. I'm a $10 a month subscriber for him. Um, and I mean, his content is amazing. He does tutorials. I've learned all sorts of stuff from his tutorials. It's been worth it. Um, and what he just put out was, um, I'm gonna read it uh, verbatim here. So he says, I'm sure you've probably seen me pitch my Patreon profile on here before, patreon.com slash chetzar just in case you had not, so that, uh, so that I can have a steady monthly income and not have to scramble as hard to pay bills each month. But I just thought of another really good reason to support Patreon. It's a big fuck you to Facebook and Instagram and their evil data mining ways. <laughs> um, every second you are on, on an artist Patreon, you are not spending time on Facebook, where your info gets tracked in order to be marketed to through targeted ads that you never asked for. Patreon is funded by its patrons, not by advertisers. There are no ads on there. You are also giving money directly to artists you love. Social media is not actually free. You pay one way or another. You pay by giving them your private info. You pay by giving them your time. We build these social networks in the beginning by utilizing them and giving them free content and now they are completely screwing us. I would rather pay a dollar a month um, how ridiculously expensive is that, he says, to see, interact, and support every artist I love rather than sift through a bunch of political bullshit and stuff that is just going to put me in a bad mood for free, for quote, free. That is about the best reason I can think of to subscribe to Patreon. Uh, my content ain't too bad either. He is totally right about that. Um, P.S. This goes for artists who utilize Patreon, like myself, too, by having a Patreon profile you are helping people to get off of this and other predatory social media platforms, and you are supporting a company that is supporting artists. So, well said, Chet. Um, so true. So, Chet's Patreon is one Patreon page that I subscribe to. Um, the Dark Art Society is another. I also uh, do $10 a month there. Um, that's basically a way to keep things, keep the podcast free for them. Um, I have not set a Patreon up for drawing from experience. Uh, maybe at some point I should, and then I'd be able to stay a little more consistent because then it would pay me. So that would be really cool. Um, 
but I also wanted to talk about just a few more uh, Patreon pages that I think are worth bringing up. Um, one is a friend of mine's, uh, Happy D Artist. Uh, she is an amazing artist. She does these like surreal portrait um, paintings and all around really, really cool, cool girl. So um, go check out her Patreon. She has 392 patrons. Um, I don't know how much that brings in a month, but I'm sure it's enough. And she uh, she actually met with me a long time ago when I was working at the Wax Museum. And while uh, while we were there, I remember her having to leave so she can go talk to one of her patrons. So like, how cool is that? I mean, it's totally personalized um, and a way for you to interact with uh, these people that you follow. You know, these people whose artwork. Uh, is meaningful to you and you basically get to buy into this platform that um, gives you full access to the artists and I mean that that's amazing I think that's like the best thing that's why I, I really wanted to make those tiers um, at the top there on my patreon um, a way to be uh, to access me you know and I know some of you are probably thinking, well, dude, you're always on Facebook Live. You're always <laughs> totally accessible. And that is true. But this is, this is even more curated and this is more uh, real and personal. Um, so I think that's kind of a, a cool way to look at it. Um, I'm also, when I launch my Patreon, some of these things that I've made available for free in the past are now going to be part of the Patreon instead. And I'll still be putting out content out into the world anyway, but I think it's gonna be, um, you know, wound back a little tiny bit. Um, and my pa uh, yeah, my patrons will be able to get that content all the time. So, um, you know, one thing to be said about this whole platform you know, some of the apprehension or some of the things that you worry about are like, do people even care? <laughs> do people care about the artwork that I do? Do people care about um, my story and what I have to say and um, the things I do in my studio? And, you know, maybe they don't, but uh, I, am, I am fascinated by people's stories. I'm fascinated by artists specifically because artists live very interesting lives and truly every single artist that I've ever met if they have told me parts of their story I'm hooked in you know and um and it's because artists have to tap into a certain thing to be able to create their art um artists have to find weird spaces to make their art artists have to uh, sometimes work their full-time job and then at night they do their art um, and that's all like a struggle you know so um, it's interesting to hear different people's stories and see the content and see how they create their art what tools they use um, you know and then basically as artists we get to look at the way other people do things filter that idea through us and then we're like, oh, well, so-and-so used these kinds of tools. I've never used those kinds of tools. Maybe if I try it, I can kind of make it my own. And, um, and sometimes you come out with something completely different, completely new, and 
that's that is the power of the artist is we get to filter these ideas through us and then create something that never existed so um i think that is really really cool and i hope that people find my story interesting um people tell me they do and i'm hoping now with the patreon launching that people will put their money where their mouth is and um, if they're willing to support a living artist uh, not somebody hanging up in a museum that's been dead for a few hundred years um, you know just somebody who is trying to make it here make it as a creative in the world um, you know there's tons of artists on patreon and it's it's really if you sift through there and you try to find people it's awesome to see what other people are doing you know and you can also as a creator on patreon you can choose certain posts that are available for anybody to see so even if you don't subscribe to their patreon you can see some of the content J just the way that you know if you put it out on patreon on uh, facebook or on instagram anybody can see it it's similar you know but it gives people like kind of a taste of what your page is all about so i think that is awesome um another page that i want to bring up is an artist and musician and just all around i feel like she's a cultural icon at this point um and i'm talking about amanda palmer uh from the dresden dolls um she is one of the top patreon pages on the platform she has over 11,000 patrons she makes some somewhere around $55,000 a month on her patreon so I mean when we're talking on like on the low end of things um, you get a hundred patrons and each person is putting in a dollar to ten dollars or something like that I mean, that's great. That feels great. But somebody like Amanda Palmer, who is very famous and creates this amazing content, um, I mean, she's making $55,000 a month on her Patreon. So you see the potential growth. You see where people can go with their Patreon pages, you know? And there are other Patreon pages that are around... Um, that crazy number two you know that are like podcast pages or um, other art pages or musicians pages and stuff like that so it really like the sky's the limit because you as the you as the creator you get to choose all of the tiers you get to really figure out how you want to deliver your content to your subscribers and that is a beautiful thing nowadays you know um, especially for a world that is hungry for this kind of this kind of thing where you have like honest connection with um, a person who's creating stuff so um, that's really awesome I mean $55,000 a month she's making how cool you know one thing that held me up from creating this episode uh, that I want to talk about and tackle here um, is the fact that to release episode 50, I was putting myself through all kinds of hell. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I'm like, 
I haven't rebranded the podcast, which is something that I'm working on. I have some ideas, but I'm kind of coming up to a brick wall about it and I'm not sure where to go with it and what to do. Um, uh, but, you know, I said to myself, I was like, all right, when I release my episode 50, I'm going to uh, release also this new branding for the podcast. I'm going to release a, a new logo, um, do all these things for it, and make it this big to do. Um, and the other part of it that was holding me back was that I'm releasing my Patreon page, and to do it, I'm doing something kind of different. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a live stream um, for 24 hours straight. Crazy. I know, right? Who does that? <laughs> Somebody who doesn't have a lot of obligations, I guess. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a 24-hour live stream of painting a picture, and I'm going to be working on this painting on and off during the live stream. But what's kind of cool is anybody who signs up during that 24 hours gets entered into the drawing to win that painting. So you get to watch me live create this painting, and you potentially, if you sign up for my Patreon, you might get it. You know, you can sign up for a dollar, so it's basically like a raffle ticket for a dollar. But, you know, I was actually supposed to be doing this this past week, and I wanted to launch it uh, early June, and I just couldn't get my shit together. I just couldn't get it all together, and I have my friend John Hyde helping me with how to figure out uh, the live stream and all the things. And I was like, all right, well, I need a new webcam. I need this, and I need that, and I need all the things. And what that was doing was just piling all these extra layers of me not being able to do the thing that I wanted to do. So this happens to me a lot because I have a lot of ideas, and I'm not able to do all of them in a timely fashion. And I want to. Um, and eventually I get to the things that I want to do, but sometimes it takes longer. And, uh, one thing that was holding me up from even recording this episode was the fact that I didn't even have a date to launch my Patreon. And I was like, uh, if I'm going to record an episode about Patreon, I need to have when I'm launching mine, um, when I'm doing my live stream, uh, when I rebrand the entire podcast all the things and all those things guess what i didn't get them done and i was sitting there feeling bad about myself because i didn't get them done because i've been busy doing other things and you know what i i'm sitting here staring at this microphone this whole time and i was like why don't i just freaking record it and then i'll just put it out and I think that is kind of an important lesson for artists in general um, to learn that really things don't need to be perfect for them to be released. They don't need to be the absolute best you could do. It's do the best you can, but it doesn't have to be exactly the way you see it in your head. Um, because you know, ultimately when you think that hard about something, sometimes you just don't get it done. And then it gets on the back burner, and then you never get it done. And then it, it's pointless to have spent all of that energy 
on thinking about it, if you're just never even going to do it. I mean, even this podcast, when we had originally started it, if you go back and listen to the first episode, which I recommend doing, but please just realize what I'm telling you now is that it was recorded on my digital SLR. Um, I took the audio from that SLR and used that as the audio for the podcast. Um, Digital SLRs uh, are not uh, known for their amazing audio qualities, so that's why it sounds so terrible, but you know what? Um, At the time, we had said, you know, we're committing to this. I don't care that we don't have the right equipment. I don't care that I I don't have the highest end of things. Um, I need to put this out. And, And that's what we did, and that's how we were able to even start this whole project, you know, by just saying yes, by just uh, knowing that it did not have to be perfect, but it had to be done. And so this episode is kind of a tip of the hat to that idea that you don't need to have things completely perfect, just get them out in the world for people to see, because, you know, next time you, you start making something, it's... Um, going to be better and you're going to um ultimately whoa there's a spider that is running around my studio like a madman (laughs) see uh i'm i'm not even taking this i'm not even cutting that out um things do not need to be perfect right there that was a a perfect moment of imperfection so really guys Think about that with your paintings. Think about that with your artwork. We have a tendency to just pick things apart. And um, it's good to work at it. It's good to look at it and step back and think about it and set it down for a second, give it a day or two. But it's important to return back to that idea and finish it, even if it's not exactly the way you saw it in your head, even if it's not 100% perfect. I think about that all the time with my paintings. I think about... um, how they could be better. I'm living with uh, mistakes all the time, Uh, you know, but the thing is, is I want to be better and the next painting is going to be better. And as long as you stay within that mindset, I think that's some sound advice for people. And I think that is um, really important for artists to think about. And, you know, that painting that is in the corner of your studio that you haven't touched for three years why don't you pick that up right now, go grab it, take a look at it, and you're, and try not to pick out all the bad things. Think about the good parts about it, the parts that you're like, oh, actually, that was a really smart decision, or this is an interesting idea that I'd like to explore more, and just go to town. Just do it. I think that is really important, and it's important advice for people to think about. Um, If we get too hung up on the mistakes that we make and we get too afraid to fix them or we get hung up on the ideas that are too big for us to accomplish, then we're never going to get anything done. And you're ultimately going to waste so much time doing all of that that uh, you're not going to get the important work done, you know, and you have to get through the bad work to get to the good work. So... Um, I make bad work. I make, I feel like I make bad work all the time. Um, you know, I know that I speak confidently about my work and everything, but I second guess things all the time. But, um, 
that's part of being an artist. It's part of, of my journey is, is coming to terms with the fact that I know that I'm not perfect and that is quite okay. It is quite all right to be not perfect and um, just put the content out there and hope that the right people see it, the right people connect with it, and the right people know um, that your imperfections are what makes your art what it is. So um, I've had people come to my open studios and they're like, man, you really nailed it with this, uh, with this portrait over here, but what did you do with her hand over here in this spot? I mean, what happened? I mean, I literally had a guy say that. He said, um, what did you do? You fell asleep over here? <laughs> and wow, that's funny. Um, and I'm like, no, uh, I painted it actually how the reference was. It looks like that. And this is actually something that I sort of struggle with, with painting from photo reference. Sometimes photos don't look right. Uh, you ever notice that anybody who works from photo reference, you look at, you pick out your, whichever photo you want to use, um, and you start drawing it and you're like, wow, the, when you translate that to a, um, drawing or a painting, it looks weird. It looks weird, you know, and maybe it's because of the perspective or maybe it's because of the shadows, the way that they're cast, they look a little weird and maybe the hand position, Maybe her one finger was strangely positioned, which in this case was exactly the case. Um, and he, this guy looked at it and he's like, what's going on over here? <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, um, what, do you, what do you want me to do? You want me to fix it for you? Uh, does that mean you're going to purchase it? Uh, if I fix that one hand, does that make it a perfect painting? Um, ultimately... You know, those things are, I look at it and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe that was a mistake, but I did paint it the way that I saw it. So, um, whether or not you think that's a mistake is up to you really, you know? So, um, it's interesting to, to, to listen to people pick apart your work and pick apart the mistakes that you know you made and and it's even worse when they see those mistakes because you're like oh yeah i guess that really was a mistake but um yeah uh, ultimately you can't make the public happy all the time there's always going to be somebody who has a problem with what you do um and that's all that's okay that's kind of what makes the world go round. we all have different uh different views on things differing opinions things like that so I think that's kind of what makes things beautiful and it makes this world an interesting place to be and when you run into people who have completely differing points of view of you you know I would say just try to learn from that learn that oh maybe somebody will see this in a different light they'll see it in a different way than I'll see than than I'll ever see you know cuz some people just they view things differently so ultimately that's made me think about photo reference a little bit more and really to pay more attention to the images that I use and even though it looks right in a photograph it might not look right on the canvas or on the masonite so um, it has made me learn something from that you know what's funny is that guy the same guy that 
like was poking fun at this painting um he was drinking wine which a lot of people do during open studios they walk around they drink their wine they look at artwork they talk to artists um but he left my studio for a little while and then he came back and then he goes he points to the painting and he says something about um packing it up because he wants to purchase it <laughs> and i'm like great and at the time i was engaged in conversation with two other people who um looked like they wanted to buy something so he quickly turns around and leaves the studio and i'm like dumbfounded i'm like wait was that guy just really drunk and he was saying whatever because a second ago he told me that i didn't paint the hand right and now he wants to buy it so i went to go find the guy and he was gone <laughs> so uh i mean i'm just guessing that that guy just didn't actually want that i'm not sure why he'd come back and tell me that he did though people are funny that is today's lesson people are very funny um I'm sort of rambling and telling you guys weird stories, but really, I want to really tell you guys about Patreon and how great of a platform it is. I don't know how it's going to go. It might go terribly. Um, I might have two patrons. One will might be my mom, uh, and the other one will be uh, my best friend, and they'll give me $2 a month. So who knows? Um, but ultimately, it's it's really like, of course, it's a solution for consistent income, but it's a way to get your content out in a different way, in a more personal way. Um, there's also a comment thread on each of your posts. So when you post, you can actually um, get direct feedback from your patrons, um, which is kind of cool because then you get to converse with them all the time. Um, and kind of the same way that Chet is saying about being on there and the people that are on there um, are engaged and they are uh, there for a different reason than to hear about politics. They're there for you. They're there for your art. They're there to see your content and what you're doing and your life and putting that out into the world. So, um, you know, I'm somebody who likes to share things about my life. I like to tell people what's going on with me and, um, and, and people seem to enjoy it. And that's the only reason I even share it is because people find things interesting that I'm doing. And I feel really, really blessed that people even care, you know. Um, I've, I feel like I've come a long way and I feel like um, I have a long, long way to go. But ultimately, I feel like um, I have something to offer and I have something to offer the world. So... I'm going to leave you guys with the statement that's in my Patreon. I'm also creating a video where most of this statement is in as well. I'm going to read this. This is what is on my page. Hey everyone, my name is Shane Isaacowski and I'm a full-time dark artist based in San Francisco, California. I mainly create oil paintings and sculptures and sometimes I work on film projects and videos, photography, music, public speaking engagements, and theatrical set design. I am also the host of the Drawing From Experience podcast, an art podcast dedicated to helping other artists grow their business and inspirations. Really, I go in whatever direction grabs my attention and propels me forward. That's where this Patreon comes in. I am looking 
I'm looking to build a community of people who want to go on this insane adventure with me. There is currently no other platform like Patreon to assist creators in continuing to live out their passions and dreams while simultaneously providing value to so many patrons' lives. Let's get into it. What can you expect from my Patreon? Depending which tier you subscribe to, you'll receive ex blah, 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 blah. you'll receive exclusive photo and video content like time-lapse videos and behind-the-scenes photos. I'll also be giving tutorials and how-to videos to those who want to expand their artistic practice and grow their own ambitions. Nothing makes me happier than knowing I can help other creators achieve their dreams. The only other thing that's just as important to me, collectors having access to my artwork. There will be opportunities with my Patreon to have early access to, to new artwork, print releases, and all kinds of other surprises I have in store for you. Sounds like something you'd be into? Keep reading. A lot of my collectors and community are nowhere near local to me, so I'm very excited to announce that I'll be offering monthly video chats with me to give you tips on marketing your work, honest critiques of your work, where your work is headed, or if you just want to chat, I'm into that too. This is all a journey, everything. I'm nowhere near my destination, but I sure am trying to reach it. If you'd like to see me succeed while lifting others up around me, this Patreon is for you. I know I have a ton to offer this beautiful world, and if you can help me succeed in my vision of shaping that beauty in any way, I will be forever grateful. I hope to see you on the journey. So that was something that I wrote specifically for this. Um, you know, of course, it's a way to sell my Patreon, but that's truly how I feel. And... Uh, that's how I feel about this entire platform, and I, I think it's a good direction for any creator that's creating work that's honest and genuine, and um, and also fulfills other people's lives, you know. And I just feel lucky that anybody wants to support me for any reason at all. <laughs> um, I just did a, a pre-order of my prints from. Uh, Midnight Moon in the Garden of Goodbye and I had people order stuff and even I mean just that that's amazing people want to uh, have my art on their walls and wow I mean that is uh, awesome so guys sign up for Patreon sign up for my Patreon sign up for other people's Patreons because this is a great opportunity for people to step up and help in a way that never really existed before and i'm excited to see where patreon goes in the future you know these platforms change over time so i'm sure that it's going to be restructured and different and hopefully i'm getting into it early enough that i can get in on the ground level and um you know keep things honest and real and cool for you guys for the patrons for the people who want to support me and my artwork so for people who have supported this podcast for as long as you have, man, this is episode 50. Thank you. You know, I hope for at least even 50 more. So uh, I guess for episode 100, I should really plan something cool. huh? <laughs> I have some ideas in mind. Of course I do. So uh, guys, keep listening. If you want to email me, uh, it's dfepodcast at gmail.com. Send me some Patreon pages that you follow, that you subscribe to. 
um, because I want to discover more. You know, I want to be a part of that community just like you. So let me know. Also, send me any list of subjects that you want to hear on this podcast um, because I'm scrounging for subjects right now and things that people want me to talk about to give you advice on as an artist in today's world. And if you want to find me on social media, you can find my personal page at Shane Isaacowski. You can find the podcast page um, at DFE Podcast, and that is on Instagram. You can also find my personal art page on Facebook at The Art of Shane Isaacowski and the Drawing from Experience podcast. Um, Just look that up on Facebook and you can find me. Um, And you can also subscribe and follow and listen along on the podcast platform of your choice. I am on Stitcher. I'm on Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Or you can go directly to my website, drawingfromexperience.com, or you can check out my personal website at shaneisakowski.com. Go check out my shop, buy a few things. I know that your mom's birthday is coming up. You can definitely find her some weird artwork to hang on her wall. So thank you guys for supporting for this long. Episode 50 is wrapped and I'm really excited for what's coming up. Um, I might as well just quickly announce it. I'm starting what's called the East Bay Invasion interviews. So I'm really, really excited about some artists that I have lined up to interview um, from Oakland or around the East Bay area. More on that soon. They're coming up. Super excited. Check it out. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you next time.